Hey, how you doing, church? You having a good time today? Come on, how many of y'all glad you're here today? Come on. Mm. Worship was good and I needed a drink. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Here we are transformed. How many of y'all are looking forward to what God is going to do in your life this year? Yeah. How many of you are not sure what he's going to do? But how many of you by faith believe it's going to be good? Come on, somebody. Yeah. There we go. Lots of hands there. Transformed. I um, In December, uh, in the past, December has not always been a real good month for me uh, for a myriad of reasons. Um, my, my work, things are going on. It tends to be a challenge for me uh, in, in, in a lot of different reasons. And, and so I decided to do something different this past December. Um, I decided to not blame my wife for that. <laughs> and then I decided not to blame my work and not to blame my bank account and what I did was, is I did something revolutionary. This is going to help you right here. This is really going to help you. I did something revolutionary. Every week, as pastors, and as we're one church in four locations, we, we preach the same message. And we were giving points to do, like, like read the word every day, reread the Christmas story, um, sit, in, sit under the tree and just still your heart. So I did something revolutionary. I actually did what the pastor said. Guess what happened? <laughs> it worked. <laughs> oh, serious. Like, it wasn't that my Christmas day changed everything. It wasn't in the right song changed everything. It was a process that day by day by day, I got rid of old mindsets, and I got a new mindset that just maybe it, it, was, it was me that needed to change from the inside out. And what I realized was transformation happened in a process that happened day by day by day. Now, there are people here today, and, and if you're feeling in conflict, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling like you have a struggle, you feel like things aren't working out so, so really good, or you're just complacent, and you're just kind of like, ah, this is as good as it gets, you're a candidate for transformation of God. You're a candidate because that's where God does his best work. God does his best work in our weakness, not our strength. See, when, when I'm weak, then he's strong. And we mix up this Christian life with thinking, I have to be strong and have it all together. And really, what if we got it wrong? What if we come to God in our weakness, and we come to him in our brokenness, and that's where he heals us from the inside out? And what would happen in our lives in, in transformation if we didn't look at all these external circumstances happening to us, but we said, God, transform me into something new from the inside out? How can we be transformed? Because I believe in, in the message that, that we have, not just to last week and a week before and today, but actually we're, we're going to go we're going to go January and February. Because we got to get this. Because most Christians go their entire life. They go their whole entire life. They go decades and decades and decades. And they're never really spiritually transformed. They've just adapted some, some Christian principles according to their personality. 
And most of us rise and fall according to our personality rather than our spirituality that's changing us day by day. I've been following Jesus now for over four decades, and I'm still being transformed by the power of God. Day by day by day, I'm being transformed, and I want you to be transformed as well. And so we have this, this thing. We have uncomfortable areas of our lives. Uncomfortable areas. How about this? We're uncertain. That means I tend to avoid things because I can't control things. Thank you. Yeah. How about this? Uneasy. I don't feel confident or equipped. I just don't feel confident. And then I'm unbelieving. I've experienced failure and doubt and I can't change. Yeah, how about this one? Unwilling. I can't because I have fear. And we all have these uncertain, unwilling, uneasy, unbelieving areas of our lives. And that's where God wants to transform us. I've learned something. If you have it all together, even God can't, can't help perfect. People who have it all together, God, I, I, I don't believe God can help. So it's not a goal of getting it all together. It's a goal of saying, God, transform me. So here's the big idea. Here it is. Transformation is a process. It's a process by which we become more like Jesus through three ways through relationships that transform. And so right there, I know some of you are saying, wait a minute, transformation happens through relationships that transform. You're using the same word. Let me define it this way. Everybody has relationships in their lives. Some help us really be complacent. Some help us go backwards. But relationships that transform us are helping us become more like Jesus. So we have, to, uh, we have to say, no, I want a relationship that's going to help me at the end of the day become more like Jesus, not just help me, my personality, become a better version of me. A better version of me is still lost and confused and in chaos. Come on, am I right? So I don't need a better version of me. I need a Jesus becoming, making me into a better version of who he is through me and in me. See, that's transformation, and then it's a renewing of our minds, and it's a revealing of God's truth. And you're going to hear these three points over and over and over again, in that by February 29th, if, you were, if we were to wake you up at 3 a.m. and shine a bright light in your eyes, you would say, transformation is a process of me becoming more like Jesus through relationships that transform and renewed of my mind and revealing of God's word. Are y'all with me? Yeah. yeah. And I know some of you are thinking, you're going to hear this message today, and you're going to be saying, I heard it before. <laughs> I know some of you are going to say, I just heard it all before. I didn't, I, have, have any of you ever tried to lose weight? Yeah. How many of you have tried several times? <laughs> I'll just let that sit right there. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Here we go. Who you are today, who you are today is the result of your thoughts from yesterday. Change your thinking, change your life. Who we are today is a result of all my thoughts from yesterday. And so if I can change my thinking, I can change my life. And so this is all about what we're going to focus on today is the renewing of our minds because I don't know if you know this or not, most of the problems that we have is where? 
Yeah, it's not the person sitting next to you. It's not even in the pastor. <laughs> it's all up inside your head. Am I right? Come on, some of you are ready to get honest today. Come on, somebody. So here we're going to launch out of Romans chapter 12. Romans 12, here we go. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not, do not, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed, transformed, transformed by the renewal, by the renewal, okay, of your mind. And by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Here are the three points. We're going we're to offer our lives unto God, okay, by brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God. That's relationships that transform together. We're going to be renewed in our mind, and we're going to discern what the will of God is for your life. These are the three points right here. Yeah. It's all found here. And many people, they come and they say, Pastor, what's the will of God for my life? It's really simple. That you offer your body a living and holy sacrifice to God. That you don't be conformed to the image of this world. But you be renewed in your mind. And that you, and that you, you live out, that the, the, you be transformed into a new creature. That's God's will for you. So whatever is going to help you do that, that's God's will. See, most of us got married because this person was going to make us feel good about ourselves. And we get married, and that didn't happen. Because you realized how selfish you were. Just look at me. Yeah, and, and so we, we realize that, that we're, we're selfish. We have a stuff in our lives. And, 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 and we say, well, this wasn't the will of God for me to get married because I'm having to face all my, uh, my stuff, and I'm having to die to myself. I'm having to learn to live for somebody else. I'm having to be not conformed to the image of this world, but be transformed. That's God's will for your life. I'll just let that sit there. No, I'm serious. Most people fight God's will because it's painful, and we have to look inside before we look at everybody else. Am I right? Yeah, this, this is like this in all of life here. So we need a theological process. Theological. Theo is God, divine. Logical is reasoning. We have human reasoning. And what I am asking you to do is exchange your human reasoning for divine reasoning. That is theological. Theo, God, divine. And most of us are trapped in our human reasoning and we need to exchange it for divine reasoning. And, and many people in this room, you have bought into, you can't do that. It's for everybody else. This is as good as it gets. I, I can't do that. And I want to tell you that's a lie. You can be transformed by the power of God. If he can transform me, he can transform anybody. Come on, that's the truth right there. Yeah, so I need the renewing of my mind is being refreshed, it's rejuvenated, it's restored, it's a process. That's what this is. Yeah, so how does my mind get renewed? Yeah, I got to reveal the mindset, remove the mindset, and replace the mindset. That's it. I got to be willing to reveal it. And this takes vulnerability and transparency. That's what this is all about. This is where most of us jump off the train. I thought it was going to be easy. I thought if I just prayed a simple prayer, my life would get perfect. I'm still waiting for that. 
because he puts me in relationship with people and, and I have to be willing to reveal the innermost stuff of my life and stop trying to pretend like everything's okay. But I am not going to stop in that false identity and, and make that my new world that I live in, an identity that's messed up and continue to tell everybody how messed up I am. No, I'm going to allow relationships to transform and reveal what's in there so that I can remove that mindset and I can replace it with God's truth. See, what is a mindset? It's a collection of thoughts and beliefs that shape your habits, affecting how you feel and what you do. So this is it. Your thoughts create your feelings, and your feelings create your behavior. Did y'all catch that? Thoughts create your feelings, which create my behavior. The problem is, is when we have thoughts that are conformed to this world, and, and conformed to the image of this world, the schematica of the world, then they produce feelings that can't be trusted, which produce behaviors that don't line up with God, and we're not being transformed into the image of God, we're being transformed into the image of this world. So I gotta deal with my mind, like I had to do in December, and it was a better December, not because I got gifts under the tree and not because of all that stuff but because day by day by day I got into a process where God you have to change my mind and you got to change me from the inside out because there's a rejuvenation a renewing that you promised in your word by your spirit that I'm calling you on and that's what it is so think about whatever change you want in your life right now Think about whatever change you want you want to change in your marriage you want to change in your 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 your, your vocation your money, your giving, your generosity, your work, your relationships, whatever change you want, you gotta change the way you think to get to change the behavior. And most of us live in personality modification rather than spiritual transformation. And we're just trying to modify our personality rather than saying, God, transform me. My mind. I need to change my mind. I need to see that differently. It all starts with the way that we think. Yeah, so I need divine reasoning. How many of y'all need some divine reasoning in your life? How many of you are sitting beside somebody that really needs some divine reasoning? Yeah, yeah. So here we go, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. And this is one of my most favorite things to teach because it's the most life-changing thing. I went years as a Christian, years. I was a, I was a pastor in this church for years until I got what, what you're about to get right now. And when I got this, God began to do a work inside of me from the inside out, and, and, I, and I, I've never looked back. I've never looked back because the transformation process is so real. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, the Apostle Paul's right, and he says, though we, though we walk in the flesh, that means in this natural life, we do not war according to the flesh. That means natural. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. 
So here it is. Our weapons are not just carnal. They're not just try harder. See, maybe we, we need a little less willpower and a little more God power that comes through submission to God and help with other people. Just maybe we need that. See, maybe we need a little more, like, God, I need your power. I need your power. This is the, this is the weapons that, that go against this. And so we're going to need to cast down arguments. Casting down means pulling down. It means demolishing. Yeah, arguments, imaginations, speculations, human reasoning. How many of y'all have a, have a really good imagination? How many of you have a really bad imagination? But how many of you ever argued with yourself? Am I right? You see, we have thoughts that argue against divine reasoning. We have human reasoning that argues against divine reasoning, which creates speculations and arguments and imaginations. These are mindsets. And so we're going to pull down these barriers in our lives because there's something keeping us from experiencing God, to know God, experience him. That doesn't mean acknowledge about God. That means experiencing him, knowing him firsthand because we have thoughts and perceptions that are in the way. Are you tracking? See, so, so what we have to learn to do is we have to pull down some of these imaginations and these speculations that come as a result of mindsets. Now, we all got them. I mentioned them earlier. We got, we got imaginations and arguments when it comes to our money, uh, our marriage, our sex life, our work. You name it, we have imaginations about it. And if we want transformation to take place, we have to be willing to, to identify, reveal the mindset so that we can tear it down. But until you define it, you can't remove it. So we have these trusty black boxes up here. And so each one of these represent a mindset. They represent a mindset when it comes to, uh, again, all the things I just mentioned. God will never come through for me. See, most of us are having trouble because we're trying to be certain of everything rather than trust God. God has not called me to be certain of everything. He's called me into a life of faith and trust. We want certainty. God wants trust. I want that to sink in. In every one of these mindsets in our lives that comes from the world, get more stuff. You need a better house. You need, you need a better car. That identifies you. Everything's supposed to be perfect. These are mindsets. Christmas is supposed to be um, a hap, hap, happiest time of the year, and you're sad, and so God works for everybody else but you. Has anybody here ever thought of that? Nobody. Okay, good. I'll just keep preaching to myself. So we have all these mindsets, 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 and mindsets. And what we have is they become, they become we, we build up these mindsets, and pretty soon we get enough of them and we can still worship God. 
I mean, look, I can look at me. Right? We can still, we can, you know, and, and, and not, a lot of people aren't like hand raisers. They just, I get that. I just really enjoy worshiping God. I was at a church recently, and um, I was on the front row. I was just worshiping the way I worship, the only way I know how to worship. You know, I just, just want to, the reason I, people say, why do you worship the way you do? I say, I want to, in heaven, it's going to be so good, you know. Um, and so I just want to get, I want to get prepared for heaven, okay. <laughs> and I was worshiping God and going at it, and um, I was a guest minister, and the pastor's wife was walking in front of me, and yeah, I gave her an uppercut right to the jaw. And, um, and she staggered, and I did just what you did. I turned around and said, I hope nobody saw that. Come on, somebody, and uh, and she looked at me, and her, she was all red, and, I, and she kept walking. And then the lady behind me said, you gave her quite a shot, didn't you? <laughs> and afterwards, she goes, man, you really clipped me good. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just doing it for Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, and so we have all these mindsets and all these barriers and all these barriers and all these stuff and all these mindsets. And so what, these, what each one of these boxes represent is a mindset that we have. And if we accumulate enough of them, they create a, a castle. They create a, a fortress. And what they do is they create a barrier that we can't know and experience God because there's something in the way. And most of the time, it's in our mind. We create arguments that everybody else in this room experiences God, but I can't. Everybody else knows God intimately, but there's no way I can. We create all this stuff upstairs here, and there's all these mindsets. And again, name it. Every mindset, every change you want in your life, every one, is a transformation that can happen if we reveal it, we remove it, and we replace it with God's Word. And so what happens is, is we get used to this barrier. We get used to the barrier that we live behind, and we wonder why other people are free, but there's this barrier, and where's the barrier? In my mind. It's in a mindset that I have. It's a collection of thoughts and beliefs that create attitudes that affect my behavior. And so I can't, I'm not free to experience God because I have these barriers inside. And every time I come out here, it's so vulnerable. You might see me for who I really am, and I feel better back here. Because I really don't want you to see me, because if you really saw me and you really knew me, you wouldn't like me. And there's this stuff, can God be trusted? Can God really come through for me? And we want certainty. Well, God, I would give. I'm uncertain about my finances, and I would give as long as you promise me every, I'm going to have enough money. See, we want to be certain, but we're not willing to trust him with the first step. God, I would be willing to lay my life down for my wife as long as she... And it works both ways, ladies. I'm not going to let you off the hook. Right? If he would only do this, well, then I would go there. See, we do this. These are mindsets that keep us from being transformed by the power of God. I would forgive them as long as they pay for their, their sin. 
No, you know you're in forgiveness when you, you, this is how you know you're really walking in forgiveness. You're willing to be heard again. It's a mindset. And God's saying that you present your body, don't be conformed to the image of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may discern what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What is the will of God that you be transformed in all your mind, renewed in your mind? And, and, and there used to be this saying uh, way, back in, way back in the late 1900s, in the, in the 1980s, and, and, and when, we, when I started going to the church, everybody said, you go to that church, it's like they're going to brainwash you. And it was like, thank God my brain needed washed. Come on, somebody. Are you, is anybody with me here? Come on. Is anybody with me? My, my brain needs washed. I want to let you know my brain still needs some washing. Come on. It needs washed by the word of God, changed and transformed because the way this world's working, it doesn't work. Come on. Yeah, the way people are living, it doesn't work. Do what you do. Live your best life. Come on. You deserve it. No, you deserve hell. Come on. Yeah. That's what I deserve. Yeah. That's what you deserve. Welcome to church. Come on, somebody. Yeah. But see, there's these mindsets that are in the way. And we hide behind these barriers. And we wonder why we're not experiencing the fullness of God. Because it's a mindset change. And we got to be willing to say, I have a mindset that I'm revealing it. This is a problem. Help me. Like, if you'll find, if you'd actually do that with close friends, they're not going to say, really? They're going to say, finally? No, I'm serious. This is the mindset that needs to be changed. God, I need to change my mindset about pick your area. It's a process by which we change. It's called sanctification, where I am set apart from the world and I am set apart for God. So it's not just me not be, don't be like the world. No, it's like that I'm set apart for God because that's who he created you to be. Is this helping you today? See, this is the mindsets that, that, we, need to, that we need to get to. Then, and so we have this thing coming up, this Victory and Freedom Weekend. Friday night, all day Saturday. And, um, and I want to tell you uh, why, I want to tell you how we started doing this. As a pastor, um, in 2005, I was frustrated with my, my own life. It's where I started uncovering all these mindsets and all these problems in my life. And I was like, I was confronted. But I was also really confronted by people who were Christians were not experiencing the change and transformation that I read about in the Bible. I mean, I was frustrated. All I was doing was modifying people's behavior rather than seeing them radically changed and transformed to become more like Jesus. And so this thing came along in victory and freedom. And some people call them encounters. Some people call them different things. And so we started doing these. And it actually took me three weekends to get free. That means I had to keep going back. We do, we do them now three times a year. I just had to keep going back and going back and going back. If you get it all in once... Praise God. No, I, I, it wasn't me. What I'm trying to say is if, you, if we're not willing to confront the stuff of our life, and if you're here today and you say, I have no problems, I have no stuff in my life, we all do. We all got stuff. 
I still go back. Now it's been since 2005. Every 18 months, I go back. I go back just re- regularly because I need to do an inventory of the mindsets and the things that creep in my life so that I can get free because God has designed you to live in freedom, not just a better personality. And so there's this victory in freedom. Yeah, it's $25, and you need to sign up. And you've got to commit to a Friday night and all day Saturday. Well, I can't go all day Saturday. Okay, well, clear your schedule and go all day Saturday. I can't help you. Like, no, I'm serious. Like, like we make up all these things like, well, I don't need that. And that's for other people. And that's for people that are really bad. No, we all do. I do. Because this is how I, be, I continue the process of becoming more like Jesus. I got to reveal these are my mindsets that I'm having trouble with in my money, in my giving, in my, in my, in my marriage. Let me, let me just try to help you right here. In, in our church, there are marriages that are falling apart right now. And it breaks my heart because there's no reason they needed to fall apart. We're surrounded by people who love us. We're surrounded with the Word of God. And we're surrounded with all these things. But we're just convinced, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. No, if it ain't broke, it will be soon. Because there's, there's challenges and there's problems and there's mindsets that we bring into the, our marriages and our families and our parenting and in every part of our lives that we need transformed. And we're just pretending like we're so spiritual we don't need it. Can, can I just be honest with you? I just want to stop pretending. I just want to stop pretending for a couple minutes with pretense. Because when people pretend, that means you have pretense. And then you become pretentious. Ain't nobody likes people like that. Am I right or wrong? And, and we're pretending like everything's fine, but everything's not fine. Why don't we just come out and say, let's reveal this stuff that, yeah, I got, I got issues in my life and I, got, I have a past and I got all this stuff that comes up. Because every decision we make in life comes down to these two things. Who is God to you and who are you to God? Every decision you make in your life, I don't care what decision it is, it comes down to those two things. Who is God to you? Who do you believe him to be and who are you to him? And when we answer those questions with freedom, revealing, and then removing, oh my goodness, this mindset got to go. I got to go to Financial Peace University. I got to invest eight weeks of my life and really get my, get, stop having money be a stronghold and a barrier in my life from experiencing true generosity because all it is is a mindset. And then I got to get rid of some of these things because at some point we have to get tired of living behind the barrier. Come on, we all do it. We come to church. How you doing? Good. All that means is you didn't have a fight with somebody on the way to church. That's all that means. That means you didn't flip anybody off from home to here. That's all that means. Yep. I'm serious. We pretend. We're pretentious. We're, we're just going through the motions, and we're living with barriers. And, and, and God's created us for freedom, but we have to identify it, reveal it, remove it, and replace it with the Word of God. And every change, every transformation you desire is found in the Word of God. It founds in who is God to you and who are you to Him. 
And victory and freedom is all about that. It's about you uncovering the real you that he's created you to be. And that's transformation, spiritual transformation. Is anybody with me here? And so, but we have to be willing to go for it. We have to be willing to, 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 to just go with the plan here and ask for help and embrace my weakness and, and stop trying to be so all together here. Ephesians 4. This I'd say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as Gentiles do. Gentiles, generic term for those that aren't God's people. Very generic. I'm not digging deep on that, but just think of it. There's God's people and people far from God. And, and, and they live in the futility of their minds and they're darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of heart. And so there's a futility in our mind because we're alienated from God. See, you become that which you look at. You look at your stress long enough, you become stressed out. You look at your problems, you become, stre- you be- you become like your problems. You, you become like that which you worship. That's why a lot of people, they start looking like their dogs. They worship their dogs. Their dogs become everything. You see that person, they say, man, you look just like your dog. You must be, you must be, wor-. okay, back to the word here. Um, but it's, there's a hardness of heart. There's these things that go into this and, and, and we're alienated, but we have to be willing to reveal. We have to be willing to have relationships that are honest enough to say, help me in my weakness and come out from the barrier and begin to take thoughts captive. When we start to have a thought that's not of God, we have to take it captive. Either your thoughts will cap- keep you captive or you'll take these thoughts captive. Which will it be? I take it captive and say, no, this is not going to control me. I can be the, 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 the husband that God created me to be. I can put off the old man. I can put off these things, and I can live for Christ Jesus. Are you with me? It's, it's his power, not yours. We just have to go with it. Yeah, and so then we, we, get, we, we look at this next one, Ephesians 4.22. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, which is corrupt through deceitful desires. Yeah, put off, throw off the old, get rid of what you don't need. Last year, mid-year, um, my wife Natalie, she asked me repeatedly, never nagged, I mean, with whole heart, she never nagged, she never pestered, she just repeatedly, very pleasantly asked me, can you please help me clean the basement? Repeatedly, she asked me, just, could you please help me clean the basement? And then she started asking me that mid-last year, and I was just as guilty as making it a mess. Right here. So finally, and this is right in, in, in December here, and she, and, and she said, and she, we had a talk, and she said, I keep asking you to clean the basement. I said, yep. I did. It was an honest to God conversation. I said, yep. And she said, you're acting as if you don't want to do it. I'm like, baby, that's not acting. I do not want to do it. I just looked right at her. I said, I don't want to. Matter of fact, never once my whole life did I wake up in the morning and say, today's the day. Okay. (laughs) Never once. I never once said, today is my day. Yeah. Never, never, never. 
I, I did. I, I'm having a conversation with her. I said, I, I, mm-mm, I don't want to do it. She goes, because every time I ask you to do it, you find something else to do. And I go, mm-hmm. <laughs> I went, baby, that's not acting. <laughs> and we were having an honest conversation. And she says, but I really, I really, I'm asking you, would you, would you please help me do this? It would really mean a lot to me. And I says, I got a revelation. I said, how about we clean the basement? And so it was about the second week of December. She said, can we go down? I said, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I, 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 to be honest, I knew I wasn't nurturing and caring for her. And so um, we went down. It took about two and a half hours. And we, we, pulled, we, we filled up all these garbage bags full of stuff. That, garbage. All this old stuff. I don't even know how it got there. I'm serious. I was like, who kept this? I'm like, oh, that was me. <laughs> yeah, I see. See, I allowed some stuff to accumulate. And we, we filled up garbage bags and boxes and, and, and took it out and, 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 and everything was neat and clean. And, 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 and I have peace in my heart now. As a matter of fact, somebody came over to our house and I said, I, we were talking, I said, I cleaned the basement. <laughs> I did, I said this and I said, I said, you want to go see it? <laughs> and so I needed something from downstairs. They said, I'll, I'll get it for you. I said, hey, go down to the basement, take a look. And then they came back. I said, I did that. I said, pretty good, huh? This is true. And I was like, he goes, yeah, it's really clean. It's so different. I can actually walk through. And um, I go, yeah, yeah, I did that. You see, l- l- follow me here. We all allow things to accumulate. We allow things in our lives. And if we would just throw off the old, you would have peace and order in your life. But we had to, I had to go down there and reveal all the old stuff and throw it out and only keep that which was useful and put it in order and so that now my life and my wife and my world has peace. We do the same thing in our spiritual life. And just so I, I don't have guys saying like, hey, stop using those kind of illustrations in church. <laughs> Ladies, when's the last time you made him his favorite meal? Oh, got quiet. Go back to the basement, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, come on. No, I just, I'm an equal, equal offensive opportunity person. Come on. Yeah, offended. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, because I get this all the time. Guys, like, hey, stop that. Ladies, don't take it out on him. Like, because we all do the same thing. We all have mindsets by which we're controlling because we're uncertain, unbelieving, unwilling. We're living in fear. And there are mindsets that we have to be willing to reveal and say, I'm willing to change God from the inside out. Because God doesn't just want me to put on a new coat. He wants to give me something new on the inside. He wants to renew my life. He wants to transform me. Are you with me? And if we don't decide beforehand what we're going to do, we're going to become susceptible to anything. Last week, I gave this really cool illustration in church. And, uh, and I, I pretty much live by this, and I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to live healthy. I really, really am. And it is so difficult. Oh, it's difficult. And, um, and so I, before I get to a restaurant, I decide what I'm going to eat before I get there. Because if not, my flesh will just order it all. Are you with me? That's why I don't go to buffets, all you can eat. Because if you don't eat all you can eat, you got ripped off. <laughs> and I have to eat all I can eat. Like, I'm just, that's my, my mindset. And so, and so, um, 
And so I, we, I went to a restaurant and we switched restaurants and I was like, <gasps> so I had to stop and I looked up the menu and I picked what I wanted and I made good decisions and it was all good. Then we had a healing service last Sunday night and um, it went so good and people were getting healed and touched and I'm like, yeah. And I take the guest ministers out to eat and I'm thinking like, yeah, I've done so good. I'm so great. And I got to the restaurant, but I didn't renew my mind. I didn't allow my mind to determine my feelings and my actions. I allowed my hunger to determine my feelings and my actions. And before you know it, I had a quesadilla, lots of pizza, and cheese fries. The only reason I didn't have gravy on my fries with the cheese, because why wouldn't you do that, is because the person across from me ate all the gravy. And I left there feeling miserable why? Because I didn't allow my mind, my renewed mind, to determine what I was going to do and not do. I allowed my feelings that weren't being conformed to the image of God, and I wasn't being transformed. And you say, well, you're going a bit far with this spiritual thing. What change and transformation do you want in your life? Are you willing to allow your mind to be renewed and find verses? And are we willing to replace these things? Why? Because this is it. we got to take these things captive and embrace our weakness and our vulnerability. Listen, that's what this is. Satan is a liar, a deceiver, an accuser, and a schemer. Is he or is he not? Yeah, and so if his number one weapon against us is lies, our number one weapon is God's word. Find out what God's word says and line yourself up with that and watch what happens in your life. You'll have peace, we'll have order, and you'll be looking at everybody else and say, look at that. Look at that. It works. We have to be willing to replace. Replace our mindset. Yeah, be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on your new self. That doesn't just mean put on a new, new sweater, a new jacket, a new scarf. That means from the inside out there's a, re a renewing, a rejuvenating, something, a sanctified reasoning, a divine reasoning on our lives. Are you willing today to exchange your human reasoning for divine reasoning? That's the point. We all are filled with human reasoning. And what God is saying, I want to exchange it for a divine reasoning. Are you going to go to Victory and Freedom Weekend? Or are you just going to like, that's for everybody else, but not for me? Are you going to look for every reason why you don't need to go? Every guy I know says, I don't need to go. Don't need to be there. And when they get there, they don't want to leave. I'm sure it happens every time. Every guy's like, I don't want to leave. This is so good. I feel so clean. I feel so good. Why don't you want to do that? Right here. Divine reasoning, God's reasoning. So this is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. I want you to ask somebody for help. Admit you have a problem. Admit you have a mindset. Can't help you until you admit. <laughs> I like the way that read. Admit you have a mindset malfunction. Then ask for help and find verses in the Bible. Find verses and read them. You want the marriage you always long for? Find verses in the Bible and say, I'm going to line up with this regardless. If my spouse ever changes, I'm going to live this way. That'll change your mindset. That'll change you. Your money? Is it really God's money or is it yours? Every mindset about your money and generosity and all the rest, it goes back to a mindset about God. Who is God to you? Who are you to God? It'll change the way you live. If you have heard anything helpful, anything good, anything that could help you 
live for Jesus and be changed and transformed into his image, just stand to your feet right now. I'm going to pray for you. If you've heard anything, you say, God, I need to admit it. I need to ask. I need to apply the word of God. Heavenly Father, I pray over every person right now, Lord God, that's standing up, Lord God. Every person, all of us right here, Father. God, help us, God. Help us, Lord, learn what transformation is from the inside out. Help every mindset become not conformed to the image of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Heavenly Father, renew us, change us, transform us, Lord God. Help us stop being pretenders, Lord God, but help us, God, live for you, Jesus. And Lord God, every person here, whatever change that is, with their weight, with physically, with spiritually, with relationally, vocationally, the house they live in, the car they drive, whatever it is, Lord God, Lord God, show them the verses in the Bible that are going to change and transform them in the reality of who they are in Jesus' name. Just stay standing right where you are. If you're here today and you do not have a day or a time or a moment where you know you became in relationship to God, relationship to God the Father through Jesus Christ, through the blood covenant of Jesus, what he did on the cross in forgiveness of sin and what he did in, in making you new, the new creation, I want to offer you this forgiveness in Christ. I want to offer you a different way to live for Jesus. And if you don't have a day, a moment, or time, today's your day. It's, for, it's, it's, it's receiving the forgiveness that God has for you and then allowing Jesus to become the leader of your life. It's the best decision you could ever make in your life. So if that's you here today, and this may be new to you, or maybe you did this decision a long time ago, but you've walked away. You've done your own thing. I want to let you know God's not holding that against you. He is embracing you, and he's pulling you close right now. But if that's you right now, right here, right in this moment, your, your heartbeat's going, your palms are sweaty, you're like, oh God, help me, what do I do? I just want you right now, if that's the decision you want to make, just slip up your hand right where you are. I'm going to pray for you right where you are. Very good, very good, very good, very good, very good. Very. Just keep your hand up. Just keep it up there. Heavenly Father, I pray for every person. And I'm going to teach you all how to lead somebody to Christ. Keep your hands up real high, real high, real high. Let's all lead this prayer together. I'm going to help you learn how to lead somebody to Christ. Say, Father God, forgive me. I'm a sinner. I've screwed up. I've messed up. And I'm jacked up. Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, lead my life. Be in charge now. Show me how I can live for you. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, I pray for every hand that's up right now, Lord God. I pray for a divine moment, a divine moment right now, right here, right in this moment, Lord God. God, I thank you that they're no longer bound by their past, but they're, they're close to you. So, Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time. I thank you for this moment. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. And if your hand's up, somebody's probably going to come up to you afterwards, and, and they're just going to pray for you. They want to seal the deal. This isn't just a, we don't want you to be a number in the crowd. You have a name. And you're not a statistic, you're a story waiting to be told for him. And so somebody's going to come up to you, and they're just going to say, hey, can I pray for you? I just want to encourage you. That's what they want to do. So, Heavenly Father, I thank you for every person, every person here today, Lord God. Help us be transformed from the inside out and live for you all the days of our life. In Jesus' name, amen.
Hey, be seated real quick. Doug's going to come up and close us up. Thanks for being so awesome. Amen. Come on up.